I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. I'm your host, Michelle, if you're new to the program. Uh, those of you that are subscribed, returning, and regulars on this soul journey with me, always great to connect with all of you. Um, if you're online and you want a reading, press 1. Uh, the number to get online is 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue. Or you can listen by internet, you can keep listening by internet, or you can join our sacred space of empowerment room, also known as the chat room. Got a lot of wisdom in the chat room, and you can also ask questions there as well. So welcome to those in the chat who are my sound engineers, my cohorts, co-pilots, and co-hosts there. They really help to ground the energy. Woo, what a great week it's starting out to be. A lot of shifting. I don't know how many of you um, are subscribed to my YouTube channel. I invite you to do that and hope you will do that because I do post um, content well, weekly, weekends, a few times a week, and monthlies. And I've been doing going back to my pick a card back by a popular um, request by many of you, a couple specific people. Kathy um, and also Walter, and Kathy's in the chat, and Walter, um, but I did get a lot of requests and those back, and I do love doing them. So it's Awakening Soul Insights by Michelle Mache. You can just do a YouTube search, Awakening Soul Insights, or Michelle Mache, and I will come up. Love to have you over there. Love to have you join me on Instagram also. Um, I do go live there as well and do a lot of posts um, for supporting on the path. Oh, Tammy, thank you. In the chat, you're enjoying my pick-a-cards. Yeah, thank you. Um, I did this past, uh, let's see, yeah, this week's energy. I did talk a lot about synchronicity, and I've been talking a lot about reading the signs, how we're so guided by spirit, by God, by our spirit team, our guardian angel, however you want to frame it. Ultimately, it's all from the same source. But we are guided by our higher self, that part of us that sees beyond where we are. And there are so many examples of this. Um, I want to touch on this a little bit, then I'm going to dive into readings. And again, that number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad if you want to get on air. So it's really worth a listen to, especially the last few um, energetic updates and psychic channel guidance I did for the, uh, the reading uh, for the, on YouTube. 
especially this last one. I've actually viewed it a couple times myself, um, not just to check on lighting and this and that, but the messages, because sometimes, not always, but sometimes the messages are very appropriate or apropos for me. Sometimes I go, oh, this isn't, you know, not my reading. Um, but sometimes, especially if I'm asking for something or, or wanting to know or wanting confirmation, it will come through me, whether it's in a personal session with someone, conversation, or a post or YouTube reading. I will get the message. The readings I have to watch again because I'm not in it. I'm not listening when I'm doing the readings. I'm not – I'm channeling, so I'm really not – I'm – getting information from beyond me and relaying it. And so I'm trying to get stay as much as out of my ego or out of duality as much as possible. So sometimes going back and re-listening to something or re-watching or re, you know, re-reading something, it comes through, um, especially on fighting in the videos. But a major synchronicity that I see, there are a lot of people in the last few years that are really starting to awaken um, in fact, our guest today, you guys want to definitely stick around for the second half of the program. We have an awakening dialogue today with Daniel John, who's a medium, Reiki master, and also um, author of Why Are We Here, which I find very interesting because I started posting more of my pick-a-card readings as to why we're here. And part of it came out of many of you asking me, Michelle, will you please talk about light workers or healers, people that have come back to be of service, star seeds? And I really listen, I because I don't want things to come from just oh, I need to do this to be cool or you know out of validation, but I really want to be of service. And so wherever there is a need, and if I have a, a gift or insight or in, information or wisdom, then I want to fully show up and be present. And also because, and this will be another show I've touched on it throughout, you know, the last few months uh, about a lot of misinformation. And, in fact, I go into this on one of my YouTube videos um, that I, when I talk about uh, the, the North Node in Gemini, the South Node in Sagittarius, and how it's going to affect you. And I talk about what that means astrologically, the North Node being in Gemini, South Node in Sagittarius, the, the higher octave, the more conscious evolved, and the lower octave. Of how it manifests and, and how it will affect each sign. So I do go into a summary for each sign as well. And these things are really important. Again, there, there are ways of navigating this life, and not only for more fulfillment or love, love relationship, that divine counterpart, soulmate, but it does make life, I find, much more there's much more meaning purpose and fulfillment when we recognize we're in partnership with the divine we are an aspect of the all that is and we awaken to the magic the mystery and how we are part of the interplay it's happening to us through us but it is also us so it's happening with us and sometimes for us or for the collective aspect of us so life does become a lot more enriching, enriched, meaningful. When we see the magic, we see the interconnectedness. Now, again, I always stop. I was talking to a client the other day, and they weren't seeing certain things. And I said, you know, that's why I'm a psychic medium. A psychic, I, I'm able to see what's coming, predict the future, see what's coming up. And part of it is reading the signs, seeing the patterns, much like, 
maybe a you know weather weather person does weather reporter you know a cosmologist climatologist uh, trader stockbrokers do this actuary actuarians do this there are a lot of people that look at the science that, that there's certain trends or science people do it in fashion what's the trend where are we going but it does require you to stop to slow down to listen, to observe, to watch, because the signs are always there. Just like those that are on the other side, other dimensionally, you know, by vibrational frequency, there's a, a, a separating out that we don't see them or experience them in the denser physical reality, but they are always there wanting to connect with us. Sometimes we might have to adjust how we tap into them. So I always look at signs. So I started posting more of these videos of why are you here? You know, what are you meant to do? What are your gifts? How do you know what your gifts are? What are the areas that you may need to be aware of and heal or quote-unquote work on? Or what do you need to develop more? And then today I went to go get my chai, do my walk, and Magically, the chai place where I get my chai was closed, or the the water heater broke, so they couldn't um, have coffee and chai. They couldn't do anything in the little kitchen they have. So I crossed to alternatives, and I'm like, oh, I need to get some T-shirts anyway. I've been getting T-shirts. had a lovely conversation with Keith. I'm going to give him a shout-out, Keith at Alternatives. And Alternative Clothing Store, they have great basic stuff that I kind of live in. Um, You know, like fatigue pants, sweatpants, T-shirts, all cotton, organic cotton, all that kind of stuff. He's Christian, a Christian mystic. So we started talking because I studied Christian mysticism. I also studied with um, uh, Kabbalah and other things. I had to, you know, my earlier on in my path, that was old school. We studied everything. We had to be abreast of a lot of different um Disciplines, religions, uh, schools of thought, if you will, um, esoteric knowledge, principles, the universal laws, um, just to name a few. So anyway, we started talking, and I started sharing about awakenings with Michelle Machane, some of the callers we've had on, and the link between God, the all that is. And we had a lovely conversation. Then my little bell rang. I have a nice, I have my little alarm a little, it's chimes that say, oops, you better go. And then I have my, oops, like 10, 15, 20 minutes later, you really got to go now. Uh, So I walked back home really fast. Uh, But then I was thinking, I told him, I said, well, it's interesting we have on someone today that is very connected to the all that is to God. It's Christian um, who had newly awakened and is awakening and um, is also an author. So we talked about that and synchronicity. So what does this mean? I know it's wonderful experiences. When you have a lot of synchronicity in your life, and you're, it means you're listening. It means you're on track or you're on path. It's showing you something. It's God, the all that is, the universe, reflecting back to you the reality that you're creating. You're part of the creation. And so... You're meant to say, do I want more of this or less of this? If you're getting a lot of synchronicities that are of a lower octave or what, of, of where you need to heal or what you need to move on from, that's a message also. So then you start moving into, you're able to move more into conscious creation. Once you be receptive 
this is I, I go into this in my universal laws, um, and I'm going to bring that back. Um, I'm doing starting with tarot in September. People, some people have asked me uh, to bring back my tarot uh, series workshop, and I'm going to do that. And also universal laws. I'm going to really help people by diving in to some more of their advanced metaphysics and esoteric principles, um, as well as spiritualism. What is the and look at it? It's amazing. Uh, work because the time is now I guess <laughs> the time is now um, so people can you know go more in their unfolding but we all have to slow down and we've been slowed down right we have to look we have to take things in and have that natural rapport with the all that is God that natural rapport with that, the higher aspect of our being our higher self that part of it is is, is we're always connected to the all that is, right, to the resonant fields, the innate intelligence of the universes. However, there is a part of us that sometimes forgets or feels separate from, and that's just part of the interplay of duality within this polarity plane on the, on the earth plane. We feel very connected, then we feel unconnected. I mean, think about it. We feel very connected with people, and then sometimes we feel very unconnected. So imagine with source energies or God, the all that is, that gets played out even more until we start feeling the interconnectedness always within the core of our being more and more. So at this time, what I would share is really opening up to the signs, opening up to receive, to be receptive first before you give or do anything, before you express, before you reach out, that you're receiving from the higher octave of you. You're open to source energies. And ask for those signs, those confirmations, the, the, the guidance. And then be open. Like I had a lovely connection with the woman at Tom's. That, and she's, oh, I'm so sorry. Our, you know, our, our water heater's broken. We're no chai. And so we had a chat. And I was okay. I was, I was like, oh, I walked all the way here. And I, and she, I said, no worries. And so we got to chat. It was more important than the chai. It's more important than the job. It's more important than what it seems to be. And that's part, is a, as you awaken more, you begin to see that it's about the interconnectedness. More important than my T-shirt, you know, although that I need them, especially now that I'm doing the videos, i got to change it up. Um, it's about connecting. It's about your vibrational frequency, your starlight being showing up someplace in physical form, shining your light. Because... What we emanate is much more important than what we say. It's the energy. It's the transmission. It's what we're broadcasting. And so that interchange, even if the alter alternative store, um, Keith said, oh, that's so interesting. We're talking. And he said, I just thought of this this morning, or I just had this thought this morning. You know, I, I had the, I, so I listened. I showed up. I was sent there. I knew there was a connection there. I just knew. I just was open. I was just open to the connection, whatever that was, whatever that unfolding turned out to be. All right, loveys, let's see in the chat. What is, hi, Tammy. Hey, Didi. Hey, everyone. Uh, White Calla Lily. Yes, the readings always resonate with me. I love your readings. Also love your talks before getting into the readings because you give so much helpful, insightful information. White Calla Lily, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah, I give people the cho choice. You can always 
there's timestamps in the pick a card, or people can always fast forward. Um, makes me think of the show. Cool. All right, everyone in the chat, hello. All right, shall we get the callers? I think so. I think it's time. Let's see. Let's look at the first caller that we've got here. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Hi, this is Michael. Hey, Michael. Welcome. Hello. Thanks so much. Uh, No, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I was kind of chiming in because I kind of uh, saw what, is there a guest today? Oh, perfect. Cause I was chiming in. Yep. I was chiming in to listen to him and uh, because oh, I had a similar back, has kind of have a similar background. So I was really interested. Always like to hear a business minded uh, background and, uh, you know, also a medium as, as well as I am. And, uh, Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So back in, um, at the crash in 08, I had eight, uh, a pipeline of a, uh, $800 million in loans going. And, the, you know, of course, it all went away. And then, and then magically the uh, spiritual awakening happened. <laughs> mm, yes, more and more are, are happening this way. You know, we're all encoded with that. Um, I love hearing it. I love hearing the... Um, kind of spontaneous and it seems to be we've been in this quickening since 2011 where more people are awakening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was born. Yeah. Now I, and I always wonder because I, I'm a natural psychic. So I was born this way. I started channeling at four. So my whole, mm-hmm. this has been a reference point for my whole life. So I always wonder how is it for people that, are in something, especially that's much more mainstream. I mean, I modeled, but I, but my agents, everyone knew I was psychic, and I was still, I was doing readings and healings, and um, you know, I had a TV shows. But I was still, people knew of this side of me, and it was such a part of me always. But what is it like when you are in something else? It sounds like you didn't even perhaps have this in mind, and then all of a sudden. Now this is within your realm, your reality, your existence, and is a part of you. Is it shocking? Yeah, well, um, it was interesting because it literally came from a, uh, I mean, like I kind of went into a really dark place, you know, that kind of, uh, um, you know, the collapse of it. Literally, I'm at, a, I'm at a, a professional football game doing what I enjoy, hanging out with friends, watching a game, drinking beer, and I literally had to get like a, a, a breakdown. And I'm like, where the F is this coming from? And, uh, you know, I'm like, what the hell? And literally that night I wanted to die. I mean, it was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I had thought of it, you know, and, you know, clean and easy. And then I just prayed that, you know, the, that tomorrow will be better. And just kind mm-hmm. of built on that. And it was during the holiday season, right before the holiday season. So, of course, when you're in the mortgage industry and things like that, in commercial finance, you know, nobody's doing loans during, during the holidays. So a buddy of mine uh, said, Hey, I, I, bought, I just bought this foreclosed building for my business. I need you to come. If you, you don't have anything going on, just come and break it, you know, swing a hammer and break stuff. I was like, perfect. So it was all before streaming and everything like that. So I downloaded a bunch, started downloading a bunch of, you know, Wayne Dyer, uh, uh, Vincent Norman mm-hmm. Peale, The Heart of Positive Thinking, and literally for three weeks kind of went through a spiritual boot camp where I li- literally taught myself how to meditate, listen to this stuff, and then broke stuff. <laughs> wow. For like three weeks. <laughs> and, 
I love it. Your dark night of the soul. Well, kudos to yeah. you because some people resist, but it sounds like you really dived in and went for it. And and there's always, even with me being, you know, I've had numerous breakdowns or, you know, dark nights of the soul you, because there's always more awakening. Yeah. There's always more. Exactly. Um, yep. And so nobody, is, no one escapes that. Michael, no one escapes. Oh, and there's been a few cents. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always. But the thing is, there's less attachment. And yeah, you would go through a few of them. You know, you come. You're you're going to come out. You always do. Um, And there's always, you know, a positive to it. Um, Michael, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Um, I'm glad I clicked on. Really appreciate it because we, in fact, uh, one of the things I was sharing with um, Keith at the the store today at the boutique is how many people over the years that have called in that have had these spontaneous awakenings, or and they're working corporate or they're or they're Christian, born again Christian, and then they call in. They just feel a connection to the show, and they're and they're like, I guess this is okay. Or you know, we had one woman that worked. She's a listener now. I don't remember her name right now, but um, she's like, I never, I didn't even think of spirituality or metaphysics. And she was able to just touch people's head and their headache would go away. And then she wondered what's going on. And then she, just like you, Google books, found the podcast, yeah. and now she's embraced it. It's a, She still does her job where she's at, her corporate, but she's embraced it and help, uses it to help people. And it's opened up a, a whole other part of her life for her. So quite exciting, Michael. Thank you. Thank you really so much for sharing um, a bit of your path with us. I, I really appreciate it. No, I was just, uh, I kind of was uh, thumbing around because, I mean, not much is going on right now. Just moved to Phoenix. And, uh, yeah, ah. I kind of came across the podcast. So I was like, because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a sales job now as we speak because I just moved here a couple weeks ago. So, um, yeah, so I'm just, it was like a ton of time. Perfect. And be like that. Uh, Let's uh, let's kind of explore a little bit, and the topic and the, the guest is. I'm like, oh, perfect, another one. <laughs> well, yes, another one. Well, great. He will be on shortly, and um, we'll find out. Um, I don't know the full story yet, but I'm also very um, interested and curious. Also, all right, Michael, uh, keep listening, and I will go to the next caller. Take good care. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Hello, welcome. You're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Welcome to the program. Hi, um, Michelle. This is Keisha again. Hi, Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Welcome back. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I just had a question. So um, somehow without me even, like, I don't know, um, I met somebody and I wanted to see where that would go because I feel like such a strong connection and I don't know if it's um, like something else, if that makes any sense. What does that mean? Does that <laughs> like mean? I don't know if it's just me. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. So I don't know if it's just like in my head or if it's like true – like, if I, I, I guess, like, I'm trying to see if, like, I should trust my intuition because I do have, like, an intuition for the, you know, the situation, and I feel like it is. Um, but I don't It, it I don't is know, what? So want, like, I'm going to pull it out it of you, is, Keisha. It is what? It is um, a true connection, but 
like I'm not just I'm not a hundred. Yeah, now let's break it this down a little bit. Yes, because our ego you're trying to figure it out if it's romantic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can have true connections. I think you need to trust your intuition, trust your resonance. What that connection becomes, what it stays, is something different. And you know that okay. saying, some people come in our life, you know, what is it, whatever it is, a minute, an hour, a day, a year, forever, you know. So I feel yeah. like you're getting a little bit tested by your own higher self to not okay. – here's what I tell my clients that I work with, and it's a wonderful tool. Whether it's a job or – especially in relationships, that so we kind of get in, jump into the, the romance and the fantasy of what it can be. I always say do a fantasy and reality script. And what it is is you can take a piece of paper, cut it. It works better with paper, pen and paper, whatever, you know, what writing, you know, instrument you want to use. And down the middle, so one side you have reality, one side you have fantasy. And uncensored, uncensored, this is really important, have at it. Oh, I met this guy two weeks ago. You know, we went for coffee, okay? And then, so what, what is the reality? I've known him a month or whatever it is. And then the fantasy. I feel a connection. I think we might get married. I think this could be the one. I don't know. He looked at me. And your, your subconscious mind and the conscious will naturally balance itself out to, to allow you to process. It's kind of a tricky way of getting the, the mind to process and the emotional aspect of your being to process without, okay. without judgment, right? right? So that you can perceive what is really going on. Because right of, the first thing that I heard when you were saying it was romantic, but I thought it's too soon. And I don't know if it's him or you. I feel there's transition somehow, there, there's the transitional situation. Does that make sense? Okay. Like you mean um... – yeah, well, it makes sense. Well, are you in transition or are they in transition? I believe we both sort of are, if I'm not, if, if I'm being honest. Okay. I believe we, okay, we that's, both sort of okay. are in some type of transition. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not, like, I don't have, it's just the feelings that I'm feeling. So, like, I, I think I'm going to really do what you recommended because it's the, it's the, 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 feel, the connection that I'm feeling is kind of like, I don't know. I just never felt it before. So See, I'm and the thing is, the ego aspect of I do it myself. I do it with things too. I get, and it could, it, whether it's a person or a situation or something. And, and I let, but I let myself go there, and then I go back into balance, and then what I have to do in the present moment. Because you don't really want yeah. to cut that part out. That's a juicy part of us. Our intuit, you know, our in, imagination is in there, but we don't want to let it drive things and so I feel with you you're learning to harness your intuition more I kind of see yeah. beyond um, even if it is a special connection it still depends on that person especially right now spirit God our higher self is not letting us partner those people that are more awake aware those light workers starseeds not letting people partner with people that are going to pull off path or be too much work so there's a lot yeah. that has to be accountable right now in relationships. It's a big accountability time for all of us individually, but also it doesn't matter, friends, family, lovers, and boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, whatever, whatever that partnering is, collaboration. So I feel you both are in transition, and it's to 
enjoy the connection and okay. be present to it, open to it, and let it unfold is what I'm hearing. But do the exercise because I feel you're learning something about your intuition and how you receive your intuition and what it means to you. Okay. Is it some flashes of insight? Is it feelings? So it's a little, you know, sometimes people come in our life for a little, you know, again, especially if it's transitional, there's some kind of learning. There's something that we can open to to learn, to yeah. trust ourselves more. All right, Keisha. Yeah. But let us know how it unfolds. Let me know, okay? Let me know the, the magic right. and mystery of it all. All right, Keisha. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Will do. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. You're on Awakening. Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you doing? Okay, this is Chris from South Carolina. Whoops, Chris. Whoops. Hi, Chris. Hey, how What's you your doing? question? Yeah, I was calling in reference to my money and my love. Money and your love. See, if that improves, if that helps. Let's see. Mostly my money. Okay, let's see. Okay, so payment, a lot going out. It seems October is, is better for you financially, um, maybe even around more the end of October into November. Um, let me ask you, Chris, if there's a divorce or separation. Are you separated from someone or divorced? Um, no. Okay, is it not a previous relationship. Oh, you have a girlfriend. Okay. And nobody before that. Okay, because it's showing limitations in relationship or something is being severed. Are, are you wondering if you're going to stay together or break up? Because it, it's, it's showing some kind of severing. Oh, I don't know. I was mostly I'm worried about my money situation. Like, when is it going to come okay. in? Well, I'm seeing more October. Um, you are held back a little bit here at showing. I would say, yeah, focus on, focus on you. Focus on you, and you're right, and, you, and your resources, getting yourself back together. I don't know. The relationship seems to be a little bit back and forth. Um, but, I, yeah, I do feel that things are going to turn around for you, but I'm seeing more in October. I'm seeing more stability in October financially. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. So hang in there. Hang in there. It's going to turn around. Okay. Okay. All right. Much peace. Bye. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Is this me? It's you. Oh, goody. Hi, me. And I'm so, 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 so grateful to have this opportunity to talk with you again. And um, I mean, we're we're in you know these as everybody knows these changing times and um, part of me is longing for the familiar and part of me is uh, remembering that old phrase you know you can't go home again or uh, you shouldn't go back or those kinds of things uh-huh. and um, I've 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 lost twelve loved ones in a year and. 
my oh. surrogate dad and my surrogate mom and their daughter, who's my longest time friend, 52 years long of a friendship, has COVID. And it's Whoa. really pulling oh, me Debbie. to want to be in a, in a new chapter locally to my earlier friendships. My longest time friendships are my earlier friendships. And so right. I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I guess I have to transcend time and space and, and become a jet and fly through the ethers myself to get there with all these COVID mm. rules of no travel and this and that. So, you know, my my heart is, is being pulled and uh, I like the exercise, no, I, which we'll do the, that paper with the two columns. You know. Oh, good. Reality, um, fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, to narrow it down, do you see a big relocation for me? Do you see me going back to New England? Yes. Now, I do feel there's some travel. I, I, I don't know. I haven't been watching the news, but I do feel travel. And I also feel you around. Have you thought of driving? Oh, sure. Yes. I, yeah. I've been watching all all the different states that you, you know, if you're caught, you have to get self-quarantined, you know, which, how the heck, <laughs> you know? Driving, <laughs> I mean, you do, or flying? Flying? Driving. Well, because people are Dri- flying. Okay. Because they're, yeah, I, I, driving. I know they're flying. Driving, okay. Um, yeah. I, I can fly, but then what do I do with my car, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, that's why. Because I see you drive. Well, that's why I asked if you had a car, because I see you driving. I see, I do see you driving. I do see you getting across. Um, why do I feel animals around you a lot and horses? Do you work with horses? Um, that's my entire past. It's not, uh, oh, it's not the very. Okay, you still have, not the real, okay, because you have around you, it's like a wreath. There's uh, different dogs, though, too. I see doggy beings around you, horses. Um, I feel energy, energy work, but I, and I also feel writing around you that's coming up really strongly. Um, Did you say write that with a W? Writing. writing, yes, writing, not writing, not horse riding, but writing, like yeah, authoring, writing. Um, Correct. I have, I have three books. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Well, that's two are, really um, two are finished two are and one is. Two are finished, and of course they're just sitting. <laughs> and one, okay. uh, the third is, um, is that I want to finish the third one, okay. and then I want to publish. Because I do see you getting into a place, and I feel like it's it's like a cottage. And um, interesting enough, there is an older woman around you, and I don't know if it's an aunt, a friend, or or if or if she has a home, and then you rent the cottage behind or something. Whoever this is, I feel it's a very good connection for you, a sense of um, support and strength. Um, and I see you writing there, and I see you really blossoming as a writer and your, your books getting out there. So you may even blog or there's, or there's essays or something. There's also a shorter format that's coming in for you also. So, yes, I would say follow your pull, follow the nudge, the nudge of spirit that you're, you're getting the message. And it feels like things are, 
on a soul level, so psychically set up for you. It, it, it's like there are things that they're for you in order. Okay, if that makes but, sense. But, so I don't know if it's yes, people it does. that you know. It does? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, things are in place for you. And I feel once you're there, it's like, oh, relief. Like, oh, I can finally relax. You know, yeah. I'm home. I can finally relax. I can now focus on what I want to do. Yes. It's been a very long time for you that I'm hearing. You've been a very long time up in the air, but but you're yes. up in the air and all that transition is something that a lot of people will be able to benefit from is what I'm hearing. Good. That's what I'm, Debbie, that's what I'm alive keep, for. Yes. Please keep us posted on how your path unfolds. And Thank you. Uh, call back anytime. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Blessings. Hello, welcome. You're on air. Hi. Thank you for taking my Hi. call. How are you? You're so I am doing great. To whom am I speaking to? My name's Joellen. I'm from Indianapolis. Joellen? Jo- Hi, Joellen. Hi. So um, I'm just a little, uh, I, I went back to um, school uh, this week. Today is our first day with. Um, the students, and um, it just seems like there's a lot of things. We've got a new principal and whatever. There's just a lot of frustration with a lot of teachers. Um, I'm an art teacher, so it feels like there is, you know, there's just a lot of things where we kind of got the shaft in our art department or as Mm -hmm. an art teacher, and I'm just kind of wondering, you know, I have been tickling the idea of changing my career. I looked for other jobs and I had really good interviews, but I was under the impression that there's something else I have to learn at this school. And I'm just kind of wondering yeah. what yeah. direction is yeah. my career going? You. Yeah, you're learning something that is so oh, poignant and critical on the path, the, the real reason why you're there. So what is it? It's the students. <laughs> the students. Your light for the students. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you will, I feel... You may still have students of some sort, but but I feel like there's something also that you're going to learn of what you of what you want to do, what you want to give, and what you want to provide. Um, one of the things that came through me in my meditation this morning, and I was and obviously Spirit wants me to talk about it because you called and I, you know, was talking about some other things. But for many years, you know, the next I would say two to three years we are really going to be at a start, stop, opening, closing, up, down, you know, finding those holes, loopholes, openings. And it is going to be quite a new way of living and being. But people that are placed in certain places, many, many people, you know, of higher consciousness that really care are really needed and necessary. You're right where you're placed. And you will get, Joelle, and information that will help you with what you're going to do next, what you're going to bridge to next. I do feel education 
sharing, teaching is amazing for you. One thing that you can tap into is your own art, your own creativity, and maybe even doing something of that also on the side. Um, because I almost feel like you may have down the road like a mentoring program or, or something. Um, see, a lot of times we get caught up kind of like the, that, what, why, am I, why am I here? And especially if we're more extended or expanded consciousness, we're being more, you know, we're more of an empath or we're more empathetic or we're, we have more integrity. And, but your light is doing something there. And I I'll just show feel like you it's years smoldered ago. quite a bit, though. You know, it's, it, it, yes. it's, there's there's cronies that work there, and it's yes. just it's just smoldering. And I, I I can see it, but let me tell you, I mean, you can, but you you already called in and you said you had a reason or something to learn. I'll share with you. Years ago, I was at a very very well known place teaching, and I saw some things that were just very. And unfortunately, a lot of spiritual teachers especially they're on the bestseller list, they don't do their work. They stop. They're not true light workers. They're, they're, chant, they're able to get information, but they, they stop. Or they're doing things behind the scenes that are not, um, you know, of integrity and just admitting it. And the thing is, all of us, even me included, when I can admit where I've been wrong or my mistakes, people that believe in you and like you, it, it doesn't really matter anyway. You know, <laughs> people are very forgiving. But I had some things that happened behind the scenes that I was just, like, floored about. And towards me, I did nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing wrong. And uh, yes, I got I some very that. ill, you know, that ill treatment. And I had friends and family and people saying, you should leave, you should leave. They don't deserve this and that. And I meditated, mm-hmm. I prayed, I meditated. I did not get to leave. I did not, I was thinking, mm And one day in my meditation, it came to me. You are not here for these people. You are here for the students. Everything else is just noise. Everything else is what was bothering my ego was hurt. (laughs) My ego was dented because how is these people and this person that's so well-known is this way and treating me this way and this other person is doing this and and they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't. But let me tell you, I don't know if it was three years later, four, five years, I don't know how many years later I got apologies. Of course, you always get the apologies when it doesn't matter, right? Mm. Um, but I got apologies, and so I, I also at the time had people that had had mistreatment there come to me and say, well, you're, you're not totally a part of this. You just come in, so I can open up to you. I can tell you what's happening. What should I do? So I was able to be there for those people. Once I got that and I just went in and actually – air kissed people. I was like, I don't care. That's how I am. I'm showing love. I'm hugging. If they want to be in their lower vibration of whatever they're perceiving, fine. I'm not buying into it. Everything shifted for me. And I learned a big lesson. Anytime I'm feeling that way in any other situation, because schools, educational systems, the systems tend to have that. They tend to have wounded people working there that aren't getting the proper healing and seeing on top of it, if ever doing any healing. I just know that's part of the package of the corporation or if it's an institution, school, university I'm working at, well, whatever. I just know the, that. But, you know, even like you said, there, it's, I'm there for the students. I even asked to teach a yoga class there, yoga and meditation, and, you know, did all the paperwork and explanation of the class. 
and then they handed it over to the gym teacher who has never even taught a yoga class before. So, I mean, there's like multiple times. I had to say, I got excited. Let me tell you, I get it. I get it. I got excited. But you're right. You said, I have a, and this is your call. You said from your own intuition, you said, I have a reason there's something I'm to learn from there. And it is. It's the true reason why you're there. And sometimes we have to wear pinchy shoes for a while, shoes that are a little small, because there's one next level that we're growing out, growing out of that experience. And how you respond is, is the message. How you are, I can't tell you how many people since then have come to me that either knew of the situation or my, and have, you know, made mention of that because they saw something different. So is there light at the end of the tunnel? I mean, am I, am I changing careers? Because I really, I really want to be able to have ownership of my time and my life. And I feel like I'm under the umbrella of somebody else that's making me do things I don't believe in. You too, Joellen, but let me tell I, I'm just going to say it again because you already answered your question. When you called me, you said, and then I need to go to the next caller because we have our guest coming on. Uh, you okay. said, I feel like I'm still meant to learn something. See, we're, we're now we're talking ego to ego. It's like I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. Sometimes we're placed in places that the ego perceives as very limiting. You don't know. It may be one student, something you say, something you do, some painting, picture, something that inspires, and then it's done. I would say just work through the human emotional aspect as much as you can, and and somehow mm-hmm. if you can, I'm I'm here in this. Re- it's it's not totally ideal. You see, sometimes when we're in those situations, you get treated this way because they they see your light. Or they see how you're different. So there's some wounding, there's something that you're healing through this experience. And once you realize that it has nothing to do with how they're acting or responding to you, that you're there just for the students, and with whatever limitation, I always think of concentration camps. I've met people that have that came out of concentration mm. camps, you know, in the Nazi okay. era. And that's a great learning lesson for me. I would say, ah, how if they could do it in that situation. My mom like that their too. Poem. Well, there's your mom. There's... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. Thank you. So All right, much. you'll do fine. You're th- you're there for a reason. Big hug. Well, say a prayer for me, okay? That I will definitely do. It's not an easy learning lesson, but I've been there more than once. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for taking my call. This is Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I um, wanted to get a reading uh, um, on my current situation. I've recently been taken off of work um, because I've been having anxiety and panic attacks. And um, do you see me returning to work anytime soon, if at all? Okay, let's see. Do you want to? No, I don't. That's right. That's it. <laughs> Listen, that's right. Because I'm a medical hypnotherapist also. Well, I'm trained in many modalities of hypnotherapy, but one of them is medical. And that's the first question we ask 
so sometimes the conscious or the subconscious mind will do things to because it's a, there's a strong idea of what we don't want. There's a, there's a, literally a command. So I feel like if you don't want to, you won't have to. Now, but you don't probably don't want to deal with the anxiety reaction, the panic attacks. So right. I'm having you're going to have this all the time there. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're wanting to go in a different direction, you don't really want to be there. So exactly. I would say get in a meditative state. I have meditations on my uh, website that you could just download, soulplayground.life, or on my YouTube channel, Awakening Soul Insights with Michelle Mache, um, that you mm-hmm. can listen to. And there's others as well. And just talk to that part of you that's having the panic attack. To say, okay, we're going to look for something else. Let me have another way. It's called body parts processing. Let me have another way. Because right now you're locked in. And I could go on with stories upon stories that I have of people having medical issues that went away once they changed their mind and went with what they really wanted to. Even people that had multiple surgeries, back surgeries. And then the doctor, when they did the hypnotherapy with me, and then the doctor's like, oh, my God, we can't believe how did this happen. So I feel that's what's going on with you. You really don't want to be there. And I can even feel your energy gets very tight when you're there. You're not breathing as deeply. And you're feeling very contracted and held in and not safe. So you need to look for other alternatives. And I feel like if you do that and you have this nice little talk in the meditative state, that your body will begin to um, relax a little bit. Okay? Okay. You've got a strong what, mind, what do, you, uh, yeah, what do you recommend me listen to from your um, uh, from your? Uh, okay, well, okay. If you go to playground.life, just under meditation, there's just some uh, short meditation, breath work meditations that you can do. And once you're in that state, you can have that conversation with yourself. Now, if you want mm-hmm. to process further, um, there's transforming fear into creativity. I think that's in Soul Path Tools, um, which is really helpful. And then the five-step emotional clearing process, that can help you also. But I honestly okay. feel that's why I said kind of lovingly, jokingly with you, do you want to go back? Um, because I felt, no, she doesn't want to go back. And so this is a way that you're not having to, to go back. You know, this is like okay. stopping you from going back. But you can find another reason. You know, you don't need to have this, but you just got to work it out in your mind, like, okay, and, and actually make some steps um, to find something else. Because it's in between the fear of not having the income coming in and the fear of having to go back to work is is the, your body mind is reacting to that. Right. Thank you very much for that. You're so welcome. Yeah. You're so very welcome. Let us know. Let us know how it all goes, Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, so beautiful. Okay. I'm waiting for our guest. I'm not sure if uh, I have, let's see, 585. I'm not sure if this is you or not. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. Hi, Michelle. This is Daniel. I thought so. Okay, you got one, 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 one. If your number is obscure, so I couldn't tell. All right, Daniel. 
So let's uh, let everybody, I know who you are, but let's let other people know as well that are listening. All right, everyone, this is the second half of our program where we have our awakening dialogue. Today, our awakenings guest is Daniel John, um, medium, Reiki master, and author of Why Are We Here? Um, and Daniel, we actually have some people specifically listening um, to this podcast that have had a similar experience of working corporately when working in sales that just had an awakening also. And so we're very drawn to hear um, your story, and how it unfolded, and um, how you're doing now with your gifts. So um, welcome to the program. And if you could give us a little bit of background um, about what you were doing before your gifts and how your uh, gift opened. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for having me, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm actually still transitioning at that, in that aspect, but long story short, um, and it is a long story, but super short, uh, I'm, I'm also in sales like one of the previous callers. I'm in medical sales. I've been here for 16 years, and I actually still am doing that. But a few years ago, I was actually at a different company, and I sat next to a woman, and uh, I didn't know what was happening, but long story short, her husband somehow came through. He had passed away six months earlier. <clears throat> I started getting these feelings, messages, you know, the things we get. And uh, right. she was happy and healed and full of love because it turns out he passed away six months prior and he just literally just passed away right in front of her. They never got to say goodbye. So <clears throat> after about 45 minutes and just like you explained earlier, it's just like a channeling came from from him in his spirit form. Um, I didn't know what happened. Mm. I didn't understand it. I thought maybe oh, I you didn't read know what was going on. I thought maybe so I read her mind. I thought, her. Ah. yeah, I just didn't know. I, I thought maybe I got lucky, right? Maybe I just got these lucky guesses. But wh where would they come from? They were so specific, and there's no way I would know this stuff. So <clears throat> I always remember being raised Catholic and saved Christian that, you know, you don't do that. You know, I wasn't really familiar yeah. at that time about the Old Testament scripture that talked about that, but I always remember them saying, you, you know, you don't communicate with the dead and you go to heaven or hell, and that was just what I always believed. So after that, I went on this journey, and it was about, and it's still going on, it always is going on, you know that, but <clears throat> it was about a yeah. year, year and a half of book after book after book. I read the entire Bible cover to cover, you know, the, at least the audio version was 40-plus hours. I read every book that God led me to. I prayed, I meditated, um, and I had all these synchronistic experiences. And after about a year and a half of just studying and learning, I read, I don't know, probably over 100 books in the first year and a half of metaphysical, life after death, near-death experiences, the Bible, you name it. And uh, in June of 2018, I kind of like came out, you know, for lack of a better word. I let everyone know that an ability I can do, I, and I explain, I talk about it in my book, um, but at the, and then after that, it, it kind of just took off, um, and so for about two years, I've been doing readings and nights and weekends, and sometimes on vacation days, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, so that's the long story short, and so I'm still in the process of, you know, I still have the full-time job, because we have three little children, seven, five, and three years old, so, you know, I still have a full-time job, very successful at that, so I'm kind of in the transition phase of that. Managing oh, health. I love it. I got goosebumps all over. Yeah, I did other work for many, many years um, with it, even, you know, some some I had to and some I didn't have to, but um, the combination, because you find sometimes, too, that who, 
maybe who you're sent to is sent to you. There's something else going on that you're meeting in sales. Do you ever have that feeling like there's more like a spiritual connection or a reason? There's more of a reason than just the work stuff, the external, the mundane. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's you know slowly been transitioning over the last couple of years, um, but now with everything going on, I find myself you know more nights and more weekends doing you know more readings, and and I feel like when you're operating at a high vibration and you're doing God's work, things open for you and you start to see, yes. you know, the bliss in real life. And so, you know, there will be times during the day where I'll get a message and I put everything aside and just call someone up. And, and as you know, it's not always about channeling a, an energy. Sometimes people just need to talk or they need to – and then things come out of yes. you that you just yes. don't understand where they come from, but they're so, yes. like, spot on and accurate and validating and helpful more than anything else. And that's that's what it's all about. And it's trusting that there's something higher, something greater. I call it the Holy Spirit, God. You can call it whatever you want, but there's something greater. And when we acknowledge it and lead our life uh, with positivity and love, then, you know, life just becomes amazing. I'm a big believer that you don't need to die to experience heaven. That's just a personal belief. Absolutely. Oh, I would agree. And now the Holy Spirit, that's the whole, when you look at it, spirit, prana, that life, that energy, you can feel um, that Holy Spirit or grace. Some, some religions are, call it grace. Um, oh, it's just so amazing. And it's so amazing that you really open to it. Um, did you find like you opened to it and then just started researching or or did you kind of play around and mull around with it a little bit and then say, what is this? Or was it like immediately I've got to find out more about this or what's going on? Uh, great question. I, I, I've always been a big um, person on helping other people. I just like, I thrive and get excited to help others. So just it's just something I love to do. So after mm. I gave that reading, and it's all and this is all covered in my book too. But the woman's name is Deidre, and there's in, in the first chapter I talk about how everything happened in this restaurant. And she was so thankful, and even though there were tears, there was so much love and happiness. And she had, you know, pretty much verbatim said, "This has changed me in a way I could never repay or never even explain." So I was like, "Okay, well." I can either believe that this is not supposed to happen based on what I've heard, you know, growing up raised Catholic, or I can do my own investigation and find out for myself and pray myself directly to God, the Holy Spirit, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I call it the higher energy, and everyone calls it a different thing, but it's the same thing. And I can let him or it guide me. And, and that's a lot about what my book is about. So, and, and then that oh, led to that. that whole path of discovery. Okay. Yeah, see, that's what I, my sense of of the exponentially people awakening more is precisely what you said is that that that's something higher guide God source energies higher whatever um, that the little the ego not that's wrong or bad but it's very limited and there's a lot of fear and it only knows what it knows or what it's been programmed. And just like you said, sometimes you could sit with someone and then it's like, why am I saying these wisdom or what the person exactly needs to hear comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, um, Daniel, to people that perhaps are starting to have this kind of experience? Obviously your book, I'm sure, do you cover this? If people that are opening or just starting to have this kind of experience. Any thoughts or suggestions, wisdom that you can relay? Yeah, I'll answer the second part first and then the first. Um, the the book um, hints at it indirectly throughout the entire book. So that's kind of what it's okay. about without saying it. 
But it's all to answer okay. your other question directly. It's about trust and embrace because we – and also, um, I guess, humility, for lack of a better word, because we come from something greater. It's almost been scientifically mm-hmm. proven, or as much as it could be. Mm-hmm. And we come from something greater. Call it God, Allah, universe, source, whatever you want to call it. It's something greater than what our understanding can be. So for people that get these little hints or nudges or, you know, I go live on Monday nights and let people say the same thing, like, oh, I see 11-11, I see cardinals, I see this. Don't stretch it. But when you see those little things, those little signs, trust them that they're coming from something greater. It is some kind of sign, some kind of calling, and you'll know when you need to know. So it's about embrace. Embracing it and trusting it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Boy, the trust, I think, is the biggest um, factor because something happens, again, on that ego level where we, oh, nah. You know, and then, of course, we get the confirmation, but then there's a lot of times that part that says, oh, is it really or should I really say this or call this person? Am I really, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. What do you make of that part? Any thoughts of that part that, seems to happen. Yeah, again, I think, not to repeat, but it's about trust and being open. I mean, I have so many stories, Mm -hmm. many which I share in the book, about you could easily explain away a lot of these experiences that that we have. Um, And, you know, I admit, sometimes people do stretch it. You know, I do readings and I'll say something, they're like, oh, this is this. It's like, no, that seems like more obvious, right? But it's actually something, you know, right, because we get this feeling. Yeah, the more you, and again, this my book is mostly about living, and again, it's finding your purpose, it's choosing forgiveness, but it's about raising your vibration because we're energy. And when you raise that vibration and you work for God and you lead with love and all the teachings of the great teachers of the world, including Jesus, which I put in the book, then you start to see a little bit outside the box and realize that we come from something greater. We all come here for a purpose, and life can be heaven on earth if, if we choose to make it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I don't know if you heard this part of the program, but I thought, oh my God, what a synchronicity! Because I read a little bit of, about you and the, the Christian aspect and God, and I could totally relate to that. Um, and then today, I couldn't get my chai, so I went to the store to get some T-shirts. Talked to the, the young man that was helping me, and he we started talking. He's, oh, I just thought of that this morning, and I told him about you. I told you know, I said, oh, we're gonna have somebody. He goes, well, because I'm Christian, but I consider myself a Christian mystic, and I was meditating and praying this morning, and he goes, now we're talking about what I was praying about. I said, oh, gosh, there it was. Use again, no chai, but go over to the store and have a conversation, <laughs> you know? Never fails. Right? And then here, and then it ties into um, what you're sharing, this awakening and opening. Um, and let me ask you, Daniel, do you find that, when you live more this way, that more of these types of situations tend to happen? I mean, have you noticed anything? Any, does that bear out? When you choose love, forgiveness, compassion, um, all the things, the good things, right? You are more, and you meditate, you eat properly. And again, I even have a chapter on diet in my book about eating properly because we're energy. When you open yourself to that and you take care of your body and you choose the love-based thoughts, actions, and decisions, then you live in a love-based reality. And within that reality includes communication from source. And, and it can be very, very helpful. I, I, I'm in sales, uh, medical sales. In my first two years of the company, I was number one out of 110 reps and number three. And I'm not saying that, you know, I didn't work hard to get it, but if you set the intention and you're coming from a place of pure love, you can really create whatever reality you want to. Mm-hmm. 
whatever. Mm-hmm. It's within, mm-hmm. you know, we all create a blueprint from what I understand before we come here, but within that blueprint of our plan, there's lots of things that we can experience, and it's up to us mm-hmm. to choose positivity and love, and then we can live a love-based reality. And, you know, things will happen. Doesn't, it doesn't not to make life sound all easy-peasy, but when you're in that, you know, type of energy, that type of vibration, not only is it okay to channel, in my opinion, but you experience the things like synchronicities and positive things because you created it with your thoughts and your actions. Yes. Yes. And I agree with you with the, on the soul level that we all have the blueprint. So within our, our realm, um, you know, once you find what that is, and of course the soul, you know, loves that when we're in alignment, um, that so much is possible mm-hmm. if we come from that intention of service or helping. Um, now your book title why are we here? We had people in the chat saying, I've been asking this question. I want to know this. I feel like a lot of people are starting to kind of, maybe with all that's going on, wake up to there must be something more. Why am I really here? And what are your thoughts on that? You chose it as the title. So it has some meaning. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, um, we all come here for a reason. I feel like we're spiritual beings. We are energy in human form. It's all temporary. But while we're here, we're here for a reason, and we all have a purpose. There's no mistake. There's no accident that we've incarnated at this point in time in this exact body. But what I want people to understand or at least try to understand or, you know, again, in my book, I don't try to change anyone's beliefs, but to open their mind up to something that we really can't quite understand, that we weren't programmed to understand without making a little effort to try to understand. So uh, in the book I talk about, Mm. in one of the chapters I have an exercise, it's called Find Find Your Purpose, Find Your Life. And it literally is just sitting, and it was a prayer that I, you know, channeled. And it's just a meditation, a thought prayer to say, hey, Help me discover what my purpose is in this earth, because we all, in my opinion, come here for a reason. So it's a question I've asked ever since I was little. And when you start to understand that you're something greater than the body, life becomes so much more interesting, so much more interesting. That's the best word I can say, because, you know, like you, the question you asked prior is, yes, we experience all these synchronistic events, which if I was in my ego-based mind, you know, a few years ago, I might not have thought about the experience as anything but chance where when you're in the type of love and vibration that you can get to these synchronistic events just come in over and over again and you can experience them at a higher vibration with more love and they're just more apparent and you're more aware of it so yeah so why are we here Mm -hmm. find your purpose and that's what the book the book intends now the book is very compact you know it covers a lot of things that i've learned from spirit it covers a little bit about mediumship how it works and how I discovered it. But throughout, kind of indirectly, I mentioned earlier, it's all about love and the fact that we are love. Mm-hmm. We come from that. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're supposed to act. And like you said, with the ego mind, we don't. So when we start leading yeah. from that love-based thinking, we start awakening to who we truly are. And that is the, gives us answers as to why we're actually here. And we, every single one of us, every single one has a purpose. And discovering it, like I realized mine is to help other people through with their grief and actually not only with grief, but also helping people understand that it's okay to do some of these things that certain religions, you know, discourage based on fear. And But when you choose love, um, all these things open up and you get to discover 
while we're here. And when you until I can't not to repeat myself, but when you discover your purpose, and I did a few, I've been discovering over the few years. There's nothing better because that's why you're that's why you're here. So yeah, very fulfilling. And you're always doing, you know, yeah, it's definitely that compass, the tr- true north. You know, I, I know I look, can look back over the years and I can see I was all, even as a kid, I was always doing my purpose. I didn't know that, but looking back, mm-hmm. it, it didn't matter what I was doing that seemed um, mundane or external kind of job or whatever, you know, it, it was always there. God was always acting through me, spirit. I was always, um, now the fun part is you get to be more conscious with it. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. I, you know, after all these years, I get it. You know, <laughs> let me do this now. You know, um, you speak a lot about love, and what do you mean in, in love base? Can you talk a bit more of that? Because a lot of times people think it's emotional or emotional. I mean, obviously, it's good for our emotion. But what do you mean by that? The love coming from that love. Yeah, that's a great question. It, 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 in English words and human terms, it's kind of hard to explain love is the best word we have for it, but yeah. it's doing what you know is right. You know, because in my mm-hmm. opinion, sin is doing something you know is wrong. Um, choosing love and choosing, like, for, you know, just to choose, for instance, someone cuts you off, you can either, you know, flick them off or get on, you know, tailgate them or get mad at them, or you can say, you know what, they must not have seen me, that's okay. You know, and and so it's those type of things. Maybe that's a bad analogy, but it's choosing the things you to think. And now it's not only action; it's thinking too. Like that, someone on the news uh, who does something, you know, not so nice. News, which I cover in the book. I don't watch anymore. Um, and you, instead of sending hatred and disgust and you know any type of negative feelings, it's choosing acceptance and positivity. And even if it's someone who did something, you know horrible on many levels, for lack of a better word, in many people's opinions, it's still sending them love because that's what they need. So it's positivity, it's good feelings, it's it's the things that you know in your heart, you know, for lack of a better word, and we don't have to go there biblically, but that you know in the mm-hmm. love part of you that is the right thing to do. Because mm-hmm. we all, and, and, and most people, we all know it. You know, should you do this? No, it doesn't feel right, but it's got to feel good right. on a human level, but it doesn't feel right on a soul level. So you know, short term, it's doing what you know it's right, but it's right on the deeper level. And we all know those things, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I like what you said. Like, so sometimes, it, in a way, it's only like not taking things so personally. Like, they did this to me or because of me or they don't like me. Is it somehow giving someone the benefit of the doubt? That's, a, that's a, one, of, yeah, one of the many examples. But it, it's just... You know, I keep saying choosing love, and it's the same word that you're asking me about, but it's it's doing what you know is the right thing to do, I guess, in God's eyes, right? Would he want you to look mm-hmm. at someone who, you know, did a despicable thing on the news with with hatred or with love? Because God is love, so why would you look at anything different than who he is? John 4, 8 tells us that. So, you know, it's we get caught up in these negative ego thoughts, feelings, actions, but when you choose the higher thought, the better thought, you know, look at the teachings of Jesus, compassion, forgiveness. People were nailing him to the cross, and he was sending them love and not holding them accountable for what they were doing because they just don't know. So it's forgiving everyone for everything. And that's yeah. a whole chapter in my book that include, you know, forgiveness. I have a whole chapter on choosing love. And um, when you choose the higher road, for lack of a better word, that that's what love is. Yeah. And making those love-based love yeah, Forgive them so they know not yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. Forgive them. For, so that 
um, higher consciousness coming from. So it really puts us out of that us and them and love. It's it's putting us in that center. It, it, it's less of that us and them mentality, it sounds like. I mean, in my opinion, we are one source. Yeah. We all come from the same yeah. source. And I feel like we're all part of that source, right? Yeah. There's a verse in the Bible that says, I am in you, you are in me, I am in him. We're all one. We're all part of each other. So the, we're going to treat others. I mean, again, the golden rule isn't the golden rule by accident. Treat others how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And most people want to be treated mm-hmm. nicely. So it's those nice-based, good-feeling, helping out, smiling, you know, treating other people with respect. And it's those things like not judging and having forgiveness and choosing compassion, you know, wanting to understand how people feel. And, you know, that's the kind of the best roundabout way I can explain. But love is the best, you know, human English word to explain who we are, what we come from, yeah. and what we're, we're supposed to act. That makes sense. Yeah, I find, too, in these times where there's so much division, it, it and, and even in the quote-unquote whatever – field this is, I don't know, I call metaphysics, whatever, the spirituality, there's so much, which to me, so many are missing the mark because it is that oneness. Eventually, that's where we have to all get to because, you know, it, it is that oneness. If, I, if I'm seeing something, I have a little bit of it in me, so, you know, I need to work on myself. So that, that's such a great um, message for you to be carrying through right now. Um, in your talks and sharings and in your book, because I think if more people get that, then we we have that mitigates a lot of what we're going that, that's coming up for us mm-hmm. um, in the future. I don't know any of your thoughts on that. Uh, well, so my my gift is different than yours. I um, I'm a little bit more. I, I feel like my role is to help people who grieve. Um, Mm -hmm. understand that their loved one is okay, they're not in an eternal hell, even if they fell on their own hands, Um, that they're okay, they're still with them. Um, I don't really do much future stuff, but but to your question exactly – yeah, I mean, there's a there's a shift going on, and I know and I know it's happening. I can feel it. It's been going on for a long time, but people are slowly starting to awake. And I, gonna be honest, I got a call today from a woman who lost her son. Uh, it was actually a message randomly, and I just happened to have a little bit of free time. And her pastor is mm-hmm. telling her that he's, and you know, I don't know if he worded it that way, but she said he made her feel like he's in hell and all this thing. You know, no, I'm not gonna go down that road. Mm-hmm. I volunteered an, an hour of my time, actually, to just talk to her and let her know that he was okay. And I, because she was raised Catholic, just like I was, and she was under the belief that this is the devil. And so I explained to her how I went through my whole process and quoted some scripture and read her some verses and explained that God gives us gifts. We're supposed to use those to help others, and I didn't, you know, I don't want a penny from you. I'm just here to help you, and, you know, I told her to listen to her heart, even though there's some scripture that talks against that. But I know when I say listen to your heart, which is the first chapter of my book, it's the love part of you. People can say, oh, well, in Jeremiah 27, mm. you know, to, to, to your heart is deceitful. What I think that means, and I know that that Greek word, labob, means was translated to 20 different words, but the long story short is I gave her an hour of my time because I knew that that's what God wanted me to do. I just felt the nudge. I felt the pull when she messaged me. I got a bump, so I called her. And her son came through a little bit, Not nothing crazy, but enough to let her know that he's okay. He mentioned a few things about different things that she's been doing today and yesterday. And he's okay. He's not in a fiery, you know, burning eternal hell just because he yeah. took it upon himself to, to, 
in his life. So I, my role in this world is to help people like that. So it's not only the grieving, but it's the grieving that, that they were taught from someone else or misinterpreted in my opinion. Yeah. Sure, to let them know that, that there isn't like there's no, God's unconditionally loving. If someone makes a mistake like that, they're still okay. Their true lives are in form and they're learning on the other side and they're going to continue on their life there because that's what our true life is all about. So, yeah, so sorry for the Yeah, picture, beautiful bridge. It's like you're, you're helping, it's bridging, you know, from whatever. We don't have to judge whether you want to say misguided or you could just say old beliefs or old paradigm. Because people need, you know, and they're giving them that hope and giving them an experience of that is very profound and very uh, healing. You know, it's very, very healing, very um very compassionate. And I've experienced yeah. a lot of that. I've done over a thousand readings. And if I was stuck in my old ways and, you know, it lived in the fear of what some Old Testament scripture said, then I wouldn't be able to experience the love that I do on a daily basis. I mean, not only am I closer to, to God and even to Jesus every day. I mean, I, I read the Bible so much and I have a better relationship with Source than I've ever had. I wouldn't be able to experience the healing. I do a lot of readings for parents and even a lot of volunteer readings to parents who've lost children and they want nothing more to know that they're okay and they'll come through as you know with things that they did recently or the things in their life there's no way i could know and through is so much love and let them know that they have a and again even the one today he made me tell her that she's here for a reason and she's got grandkids and she's sitting here calling me and crying in fear literally said it because of what you know and not Mm -hmm. to not to cast judgment but she's sitting in fear because of her church and I tried to help her understand that there's nothing to fear, that God's all loving, that he's okay, and that and he came through. Not not super strong. Some energies, you know, come through stronger, some not as strong. But he let her know that he was okay through a couple of very strong messages, and she's smiling now because of that. Mm-hmm. Is that the work of the devil? And you have I've, done, I've done over a thousand of those, and they're just so powerful and full of love. Yeah, it is. The relief. Yeah, the relief and... Yeah, you could feel it, the love, the oneness, the sense of relief, and you're helping that person realign, you know, it, back in. In my opinion, Jesus, sorry, but in, in my opinion, Jesus, who is one of the great teachers in the world, came to let us know that eternal life exists and that we're supposed to mm-hmm. choose love, compassion, forgiveness, non-judgment, you name it, and that real our lives continue, and that true life is actually in spirit form. His Father's house, Father house has many mansions, right? So we're going to be there one day, and that's true life. And he, if you look at his teachings, a lot of them, and all, a lot of teachers, even the teachings of Muhammad and, and Buddha, Krishna, they, they all mimic each other. So no religion is right, no religion is wrong. We just, in my opinion, need to choose to be honorable to who we come who we come from and what we are, which is which is love, which is God. No. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we have some people in the chat agreeing with you or thankful, some that have grown up Christian or Catholic. Um, I yeah, do, there's this a, is, I know, real quick, sorry, I do have a chapter, a whole chapter. In fact, it's the biggest chapter. Chapter six in my book is about religion and mediumship. And I've titled it Religion and Mediumship, but it's really mostly it gets, covers some religions, but it's mostly Christianity and how it relates to mediumship. I also have a YouTube video on my YouTube channel that explains, um, from a biblical standpoint, why I feel like it's okay in God's eyes to to practice mediumship. Oh, okay. Well. And what is your uh, – so I can put it in the chat and also listeners. What is your YouTube channel? Yeah, Daniel John Medium. Okay, Daniel John Medium. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's great. That's a great um oops, YouTube. Okay, YouTube. Let me put this. It's so needed now and I feel I mean there's so I mean there's all kinds of ways we can look at this, whether it's just the timing, divine timing, you know, if you can see it in astrology. I mean it's just it's um plus the fact that a lot of this the mysticism was taken out. It's there when you have the back. I, I old school, so we had to study. We had to study the Bible as back far back as we could into the Aramaic and, and understand what the meanings of certain words were. You know why, you know they would give certain meanings. So I know a lot of people don't have time to do that or the interest. So when books like yours come along that can kind of distill it and bridge, it can give people a lot of insight, wisdom, and comfort. You know. Absolutely. Uh, and, and the book, you know, not only covers mediumship and how I discovered the gift, it I give some examples and how it works. Because as you know, it's not as black and white. It's not like I'm sitting there talking to them and every medium is different. I don't see them. I don't hear them. I just feel them. And they, okay. I've gotten, so on my YouTube channel, you can also witness a lot of readings. Um, I also do readings on Monday nights, my form of tithing. Um, to give back to people their free readings. I go on two hours every Monday night on my Facebook page for free and just give readings to people. Um, because, you know, tithing is is a, is a pillar yes. of of, uh, of Islam, and it's also big in Christianity. It's two, two biggest religions in the world, and I don't think that's a mistake. I feel like mm-hmm. one of our roles here is to treat others how we want to be treated and give back. When when, we, when God gives us a lot, it's up to us to give back. I mean, Luke twelve forty eight talks about that, but, you know, if we're given gifts and things, it's up to us to to share. And if if we're blessed, yeah. it's up to us to share that with other people. And so that's why I do that. Yeah, so I, I do know. a lot of readings, tear readings for um, helping parents heal, which is an organization for for kids and also Voices of Our Angels for parents who've lost children. So and I, I volunteer all that. Oh, so and, and I say that not yeah, as a praise oh, as. Nice. Yeah, I say that as uh, I feel honored that they chose me, you know, of, of other mediums to help bring their kids through. Because, you know, even today, the reading for the woman, um, when you lose a child, I mean, I can't even, I can't say I know. And I can only imagine having three kids that that's probably the greatest pain anyone can experience, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so it's delicate. You have to be careful with your words. You have to be careful, as you yeah. know, with what you say and, um, you know, sensitive to the issue and so yeah, so it's a lot. It's, it's it's a responsibility, and that's one of the things I try to help people understand is that it's not just it's not easy. It's it's draining. <laughs> it's a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful with your words, but it's so gratifying when you have the opportunity to connect a parent with a child um, who's no longer in physical form. There's nothing really, to, in my opinion, greater than hearing a parent's energy gets positive, and you can hear their smile through the phone, knowing that their child's mm-hmm. okay. They're still with them. Yeah, you know, it's a beautiful gift, and I and it's honor and a gift, but also to the person. But then also, as you said, to yourself. I mean, to be able to be of service in that way, just I mean, the feeling of service feels so good. It really does. Mm. You know, it's um, why we're here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, What would you um? Daniel, say to people perhaps that are questioning, I mean, we go back to that question, why are we here? It, it, let's say they're not necessarily having experiences, but they've been wondering. In fact, we did have a question in the chat. I've been wondering why I'm here. Um, obviously, your book, I don't know if you go into this, but what what would you suggest to people as a way to start 
that thinking and perhaps connecting process, interconnecting process? What would you suggest? I'm not saying this because it's a plug-in for the book, but it's a longer answer, and that's why I wrote the book, is to help people, okay. you know, and I'll just rattle off a few things. Um, praying, meditating, um, mm -hmm. choosing quote-unquote love, we talked about the positive things, you know, uh, I have a chapter in here on forgiveness because when we hold grudges, see, let me put it this way, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and science is almost proving it, we're energy, we're energy, mm -hmm. and when being energy, we operate at certain vibrations, and when we do the things, like I mentioned before, forgiveness and choosing love, we operate higher, mm -hmm. you just operate at a higher mm -hmm. vibration, and when you operate higher, we can connect with a higher part of ourselves. That, that not only includes mediumship, but it includes the higher part of ourself that help make better decisions. So when you start oh, taking you. it upon yourself to praying, meditating, eating healthier, exercising, smiling, being nice to others, forgiving some of the grudges you've had in the past, um, thirst for knowledge, reading books that God led you to, um, you know, that's just a few examples of things in the book, then you start to accept and understand that you come from something greater. And once you're open to that, then you start getting signs and you'll get, and they don't believe me, the universe doesn't mess up when it comes to giving you signs on how you can accomplish the task, but you just need to be open to it, accept it and trust mm -hmm. it. So that's what I'd say for the short answer, even though that was kind of a long answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now that's a great answer. And I was thinking, you know, some of the stuff seems so simple, but when put together, even like the food, you mentioned the food or exercise. Um, well, I have a chapter do you think on those things work? Yeah. Do you have a chat? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I have a chapter on diet in here. It's just part of the puzzle. But I also have a chapter on meditation. Um, energy, you know, the fact that we are energy and how to, like I talk about acupuncture, meditation, and um you know, also understanding things like reincarnation and spirit guides and angels and pre-life planning. It's all it's all in the book. So aside from me, obviously, the short answer would be oh, reading the book. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's just being open to what your purpose is and being open to signs and trusting them. Because we can, we can always talk them away. But if you really want to know why you're yeah. here, um, praying, meditating, and connecting to source would be the short, short, short answer. And taking care of yourself yeah. and being open. There's no, I mean, I tell people that all the time that I work with, and even when I see it, I will sometimes say, look, I can tell you what it is, but you have to experience it and have your own aha. You, you have mm -hmm. to, there's, there's no shortcut. It just works that way. You have to see your, some of your own signs, be guided, feel the grace, the Holy Spirit, whatever. You have to feel the nudge. You, you have to. You know, and then I'm wondering too, Daniel, as we're talking, it just it just reminds me, it's being engaged to me fully in life that you are this in partnership with the divine, with the all that is, source energy, God. Now you're in partnership, as you said earlier, that higher part of you, that higher presence. That to me is truly living. Um, and, you know, where the magic and mystery and the fulfillment comes from. But everything you were mentioning, as you were saying, what are those things that, you know, help you, to me, all those things that you're being an active partnership with your, you know, with life. 
Yeah, it's yeah, exactly, and it's choosing the higher road. I talk about my book. I I was a I was a pretty big gambler. Yeah, I, I used to play poker. I used to gamble on fantasy sports. You name it. And uh, you know, eight years ago, I had a voice come to me and say, "If you quit gambling, you have a gift." And at the time, I didn't know what it meant. So then, you know, five years later, I go into a casino as I'm giving a little bit of the book away, and I said on the way in, "If I hit a jackpot, I'm going to quit." Finally, and I did. And then I didn't quit because I was addicted to gambling. And so then I had this experience where I lost not a ton of money, but a significant amount of money in a poker game. And I said, okay, this is it. This is my sign. i got to stop this. And once I stopped it, um, then I went through a few months of hard times, couldn't sleep, had some things going on. And then after that, things, synchronistic things were actually starting to happen at that time. And crazy, crazy stories. And I actually have my chapter two is two crazy stories about things that happened where if I wasn't in a good place and hadn't stopped gambling, I, I wouldn't have experienced them. And what they did as a skeptic yeah. was like, okay, this stuff is real. There is something greater. And, uh, yeah, chapter two is two crazy stories I experienced that were like, okay. And then, like you said, I went to a medium. I had to go to one of myself to see if it was real. I tested her. I watched her posture. I limited my responses. I was a tough read, <laughs> what I would do now. And she, she, my family came through. My, I talk about this in the book. My grandma's name is Ida. Not Mary or Marie. It's Ida. And she says out of the blue, Ida says hi. And, like, she passed away in 06. She's not in any Facebook page or anything. I'm like, how in the world? So I was like, well, this is real. You know, she hinted that I would be doing the same thing. So, yeah, you just have to be open. If you, it, it's one thing yeah. to be skeptic. I think it's good to be skeptic, but it's just as important yes, to be open-minded. I agree. Yeah, be skeptical, but follow that. And you listen. And you know what, Daniel? I have found in my own life, and, and working with so many people as well, there's always something we give up. The mm-hmm. lesser of something, I, I don't know, that blocks us somehow. And then there's that gift. You know, the gift gets stronger or comes in or comes in more. Um, that's pretty profound that you release that, let that go, and then you have these experiences. Uh, yeah, you experiences I had to give that up to be able to, yeah. to to help other people with their grief and with what I do now. And that was something that I loved. I I ran my own leagues. I played poker all the time. I go to the casino, and I just I had to quit. It was, it's been almost three and a half years since I quit and it's wow. didn't, I miss it once in a while, but it's nothing compared to helping people heal and embrace their yeah. true selves. Oh, Daniel, you, what a light you are. Thank you so much for being on the program and sharing with us. This has really been enjoyable and I know you're helping so many people and are helping so many even of our listeners today um, because this is you're answering or helping to answer some big questions here and giving some great, great guidance. So really, really appreciate you being on the program. And uh, you have an open door to come back anytime. Well, thank you for having me, Michelle. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on Awakening. All right, much love. Much love, life. All right, everyone, that was Daniel John. Um, He's a medium Reiki master. You can find out more information by going to danieljohnmedium.com. And the book that we were talking about is his latest book, Why Are We Here? Wow, very profound. Something in the air, something in the zeitgeist. Uh, This seems to be a topic, a question that is coming up a lot for so many and bottom line is we got to do it. We've got to do the research, the reading. We've got to do it for ourselves. Read it, see it, feel it. Anyway, lovelies, thanks so much for being on the program with me and co-creating this with me. 
thank you all in the chat, those of you that called in, you made the show extra special, and just remember how special you are, and continue to shine your light, share your light, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m.